0: The Cleveland Browns are now on the clock. It is literally draft day, everybody. What's up? This is Will Brinson here with the Pick Six Podcast. CBS is Sports, CBS Sports is daily NFL podcast. We'll do it five days a week. If you're new here, thanks for joining us. If you've been here for a while, thank you for hanging out. We hope you hang out longer. We're going to be doing shows all weekend long um, today. Draft day, 2018 NFL draft. It's said to be one of the craziest drafts in NFL history. Anybody who knows me, who has ever read me or listened to me or even talked to me for 10 minutes knows I am prone to egregious hyperbole, excessive and out-of-control hyperbole. That's okay. Um, this is going to be a crazy draft, just so you know that. There are going to be a lot of trades, a lot of movement. The quarterbacks at the top are going to create an insane sort of economic shift in the way that things happen. If somebody was like, what's the over-under on trades in the first round and said four and a half, I'd take the over. Uh, and we'll get to some wagers in a second. Here's the schedule for the weekend. JLC, Jason Lock and Forrest, CBS Sports NFL Insider, loaded with great draft notes coming up today. We'll talk to JLC for 30 minutes. Um, then we're going to recap round one with my pals Ryan Wilson and John Breach. We'll recap round two with CBS Sports NFL Draft Analyst and my friend Chris Trapasso. And we will come back to Wilson and Breach to do winners and losers after the third, after the fourth through seventh rounds of the draft on Saturday. Three full days. We'll get you covered and we'll dive right back into the daily thing on Monday. Anyone who has rated or reviewed this, thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot tell you enough how much my, I appreciate it personally. The nice things you write on iTunes. Keep writing them. Keep hitting that five star. My bosses really appreciate it. I, I swear they've noticed. Um, so they like it. So if you like the podcast, do that stuff. And like I said, uh, earlier this week, more, more good is good for everybody or something like that. Couple, two more housekeeping notes. One, fade or follow at your leisure. I got three bets currently that I am going to suggest that you hop on and ride for entertainment purposes only. Number one, number of quarterbacks selected in round one over under five and a half. Give me the over. I think we're going to get the big four. Josh Allen. Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and then Lamar Jackson and Mason Rudolph are both g- going to get in there in the first round. That fifth-year option is huge for Rudolph. I think someone will either take him, maybe the Patriots, or someone will trade back in. A lot of teams are to trade out at the back end of the first round, and it's plus 175, so you can really double your money there. Uh, maybe a two-unit play. Number two, Bradley Chubb, over-under draft position, four-and-a-half. Give me the under, which means I think he goes in the first four picks of the draft. Even money, I just think the Browns are going to sit there and take him at four unless Buffalo blows him away with a crazy trade. And then the third one that I got in, um, DJ Moore, first wide receiver off the board. Pete Prisco has been hyping him up. It's legit hype. I think he is the first guy. I don't know who, where he goes. Maybe Dallas, maybe Baltimore. But he's plus 200 to be the first guy off the board. That's good value. So let's jump on that. Um, if I can find Lamar Jackson over under 19.5, I'll take the under as well. I think he, I think he gets drafted earlier speaking of draft and speaking of games and speaking of things you should do you should go download the draft app they are a sponsor of this podcast today partnering with them to do some cool stuff it's it's sort of like daily fantasy except what we're going to do we're going to play some pick 6 leagues i really I'd love for you guys to come play with me download the draft app and when you download it When you deposit, use offer code PICK6, two words, PICK6, spell out six, P-I-C-K space S-I-X. And when you do that, you will get a free best ball entry. And what best ball is, if you don't know, you go through a full fantasy football draft. And we're going to do one on Friday, and we'll do one on Monday after the – one on Friday after the first round, one on Monday after the whole draft. You do the whole thing, you can draft Saquon Barkley. You can draft Sony Michelle. Doesn't matter if they have a team yet. Doesn't matter if they've been drafted or not. Saquon Barkley will be, of course. Maybe he goes to the Browns. Maybe it's the Giants. Maybe you will to take him in the second round. And then what happens is the way that best ball is scored is you don't have to worry about setting your lineup. No waivers. No lineup. No ad drops. No I'm so mad because I played the wrong defense or the wrong running back. It takes the best. You set league. You set it. Forget it. it. Takes the best two running backs. And the best flex, best two wide receivers, best quarterback, and gives you your total score. And then at the end of the year, we'll find out who won. So you just you literally set it, forget it, keep the draft app going, and then we'll we'll do these leagues. We'll do some more as the season gets closer. But for now, we're going to do some right after the rookie draft. If you'd gone Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt last year, you'd like those guys, you'd be raking in the dough because they killed it all year long. So go download the draft app, use offer code PICK6, or go to draft.com and play for free and come join me. My username is RW Brinson. We'll have some leagues fired up and I'll be tweeting about it at Will Brinson. Thanks to Draft for sponsoring the show. Let's get to Jason Lockin for us, CBS Sports NFL Insider, who's gonna be on uh CBS Sports HQ during the draft. CBS Sports.com backslash live. Pete Prisco and Nick Costas, oh no, Pete Prisco and Jason uh, Chris Chapaso, excuse me, will be in Dallas. I think John Breach will be in Nashville. Um, I'll be at my house. You'll be at your house. Loads of fun coming up. Are you excited for this draft?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for, uh, you know, to see how some of this unfolds. I'm excited to see where these quarterbacks go. And, look, I'm excited for it to be over. I mean, this, you know.
0: This has been a long one. This
1: this draft could be done. I mean, you could do the draft two weeks after the combine. (laughs) And it would make the calendar more streamlined. Coaches would actually not work seven-day weeks, you know, all the way straight up to mini camps and OTAs. Everybody would catch a breather. And, you know, it would – you know, people could like – um have lives relax a little bit but you know this is strategic the combine's a big event and then it goes right into free agency and then you drag free agency out and then you do an owner's meeting and hey let's have people talk about the draft for a month and you know what i mean go crazy with the hype and then we'll do the draft in may i mean okay well i mean we could do it that way but football operations people don't like it but you know the league office is is in charge and they think it's good for ratings and all that, and it probably is. But uh, I just wonder about the overkill factor at some point as well.
0: Fat hogs get slaughtered. We got a salty JLC. I like it. What's the um, What's the most salacious draft rumor you've heard in the last 48 hours leading up to this thing kicking off?
1: Uh, I I mean, nothing crazy. I mean, there's kids with character who had character concerns that are being even more heightened now. Um, I mean, obviously, look, I I talked to a team. I'll just tell you the team. Okay. I talked to somebody with the Steelers. Who drafts wide receivers better than the Steelers?
0: Nobody. Maybe the Packers. Anybody? Maybe the Packers. You know
1: what I mean? Going back to Mike Wallace and the start of this ridiculous run. I mean, you could probably go back even more than that. They're like the Heinz Ward, right? Yep. So they're pretty adamant that the best receiver in this draft is Callaway. But... He's also off a bunch of boards because he's, you know, I mean, he he doesn't have red flags. He's got like a mountain of flags. So I, I mean, he, you know, so like, where should he go based on football? Based on football, he should be the first receiver off the board. But I mean, does he even go? So I mean, in terms of you know, how selection, at some point, certainly on day three, I think somebody says it's it's probably worth the risk and. And maybe even on on day two, you know, the, the Ronnie Harrison safety out of Alabama, haven't heard as much buzz about him as some of the other safeties who might creep into the back end of the first round. You know, some teams worried about his attitude a little bit. Um, you know, th- th- this is the time now, 24 hours out, when people start really slinging stuff out there. So you got to be careful. Um, but look, there's a lot of teams that want to move down. There's a few that want to move up. Um, but I-, I tend to think, I mean, in terms of players, the sort of coming out of nowhere type guys, I don't know if there's going to be anybody who surprises me because there's a bunch of guys on my radar, including maybe even Orlando Brown at 32. I don't think it happens. I do think he goes in the top 50, though. Hmm. Um, these people talking about him in the fourth round, I think, are, are out of their minds. Um, you know, a couple of safeties, Edmonds from uh, Virginia Tech, Bates from Wake Forest. Um, I think they both might end up going before Justin Reed. And of those three, at least one of them has a chance to go in the first round. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I mean, all, all, all the intrigue is with the quarterbacks. And, you know, nobody has that figured out. The GMs involved in the process themselves don't have it figured out because they're not sure what everybody else is doing.
0: So nobody knows what John Dorsey's going to do at one. Do you think Well,
1: that, I mean and nothing, I think and Jimmy and I and D Haslam no, but well, that's right. probably the extent of it.
0: Well, I, and and not to not to hat not to do a here's all the top five is going to play out hash thing because we've we've done that plenty, but I am curious what you think. Do you think that the rumors and we talked to Dustin Fox about this on on the program a couple of days ago. Do you think that the scuttlebutt surrounding Baker Mayfield at one is real or is it more like last year when the Browns might take Mitchell Trubisky over, over Miles Garrett?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, he's always been in the equation. I, I mean, this, when, when he, when, when John Dorsey comes in in the middle of the year, the way their board was stacked at that point, Baker Mayfield was the number one guy. The analytics guys in that wow. building were in love with Baker Mayfield. And that's the first quarterback John Dorsey started doing work on. And the kid, by and large, has stayed out of trouble since then, put on a pretty good face. His agents have done a great job with his marketing and messaging through the pre draft process for the most part. And he was, you know, he was always under consideration. Um, do I think that's the pick? No. Um, but. Would I be stunned if it is? No, no. If it was Allen, if it was Darnold, if it was Baker Mayfield, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I was on with Bill Ryder on Monday, and and I had this conversation with him. He's like, "No way," and I'm like, "No." That the, what would shock me? Lamar Jackson. Okay, I would I would be stunned. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the <laughs> Kyle Lalletta, <laughs> I'm jumping off my roof. Okay, so that's not. I, I, there's things that would stun me. Baker Mayfield first overall, wouldn't at all. I mean, I, I think he's going third. So I mean, if at the end of the day, John Dorsey's doing final due diligence and making calls, and in his heart he now thinks it's Baker Mayfield, so be it. Wouldn't wouldn't shock me. But ultimately, I, I think it's Sam Darnold. I think. I'm choosing that verb for a reason. I don't know, but.
0: Have you, have you filed your, your one and only? Pete, Pete was giving you crap. No. Pete and Jamie like to give you crap for it. I don't, I mean, look, that's their, that's their prerogative. They're like, well, he does predictions. I'm like, whatever. Who cares? You do one mock draft a year, but you haven't filed it. Do you have an idea of what it looks like?
1: Um, I've got very, like three or four permutations of it I've got one right now with Allen one and I've got one with Darnold one and that changes everything I yeah mean, especially trade I mean it, it changes everything um and there's still people with a couple of teams uh who I'm supposed to talk to today and I think I'll have a much better handle on the back end of this Rubik's Cube you know if, if these guys play ball with me like they normally do um so i've got one with darnold that's done one through thirty two but the allen one i 'm only about halfway through because there's a couple of points where i 'm just not sure, and depending on what I do at those points, it changes everything that that comes after them so
0: wow. I like this idea I'm still
1: gathering information.
0: I like this idea that you 're going a beautiful mind on this giant board at your house. Coppers. Oh, it's just
1: dude. It's a notebook. No, first I know. Of all, you know me. I, I, know I have a BlackBerry. I'm not sophisticated. <laughs> I have. A, I still write everything out. I have notebooks. I have free agent notebooks. I have draft notebooks. And I, I, I find I, re, you know, I retain information better when I write it down. And yeah, I like. And I can take the notebook with me, shove it in my back pocket if I'm taking somebody to baseball practice or whatever. You know, I. I'm old school.
0: You know, I, I told I, I retain like I retain information. I would say a, like a ten to twenty times greater rate if I if I physically write it down yeah. by hand. And I told my yeah. wife that, and she's like, everybody does. Don't be an idiot. I was like, I don't think that's true.
1: Like, I, like I don't think
0: everybody retains information. But no, like,
1: especially this generation now, where everything's on a screen. I don't. I like. A, I don't want to consume things on a screen unless I have to. I'm. I'm. I'd rather read it you know what I mean? On something I can hold and write it down on something I can also hold and take with me. Like I'll remember stuff sometimes. Cause I'll remember where I wrote it down on the page. You know what I mean? Like yeah. almost like spatially geography. And then it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what that guy told me. You know what I mean? Like it'll help me recall the content and the information sometimes. when I'm like, okay, like I was running out of room on that page when this guy told me that, okay. So it was about this guy. Like, but I, I also, I could be completely nuts. So.
0: Um, I meant to mention this at the top of the show, but Rob Gronkowski is returning for 2018. Are you surprised or scoffingly unsurprised? How many times have we talked about this? Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: I mean, he was going to play. He's going to string them out. They're going to have to pay him more money. They'll eventually do that, and everybody will smile and say, "Oh, there was
0: nothing to see here."
1: And and really, there was. He can go to the WWF in two years when Tom Brady's retired. Like that, please.
0: Yeah, take your take your take your time. Um. This is who's, who's Pete and I talked about this yesterday, and in case I didn't – I think I mentioned it. I'll mention it again at the top, but the we're recording this on Wednesday morning. Jason's catching a train going to New York City. You can watch him on CBS Sports Network, all the draft shows that will be coming up throughout the week. Any Anything in particular you want to plug with respect to those shows?
1: Yeah, it'll be uh, Wednesday night. We are live from 8 to 11 p.m., yeah. a special three-hour Top's that other pregame show pre-draft edition. Um, It'll be uh, it'll be heavy heavy heavy-duty content. So we'll we'll pour through every pick in the first round, and uh, we'll do it for three hours. That's that's, um, that's, (laughs) If we, if we don't cover something, shame on us. That's true. Uh so yeah, that's eight to eleven PM on CBS Sports Network Wednesday night. Uh all right. It may re air too. It probably reairs on Thursday, but I'm not
0: positive. I'll check it and, and let people know when it reairs on Thursday since this podcast will be released on Thursday and people will be like, Wow, thanks for uh thanks for the heads up on the Wednesday thing. I'll look on I'll look on Thursday there. What teams do you think Pete and I talked about this, what teams do you think are most likely to move up? Who's your short list of teams that are gonna do something yeah. silly?
1: Arizona and Buffalo. I mean, beyond that, I don't know um, who really pulls it off. But those two for quarterbacks, um, I expect. I just don't know which one goes to four and which one goes to five. And the price of four might be astronomical because if Chubb's there for Dorsey, it's going to take a lot to move him off of that. Um, But it's certainly not impossible. And Buffalo has the ammunition. Denver, I don't I I don't I mean, I, I he don't want to make that pick. I don't think they want to pay. They don't want to take a quarterback. They certainly don't want to pay a quarterback six million dollars a year to sit behind Case Keenum. And a lot of the players they like will be there outside the top ten and it'll be a little cheaper and the pressure's off a little bit and Alway hasn't drafted well, so give me more opportunities, right? He needs he needs numbers. He needs quantity, not just quality. So I think he. Uh, you know, him going back to 15, I, I don't think that would be. You know, I, I just have a sense Arizona wouldn't have to completely mortgage the future, especially if Buffalo's already at four. Um, mm. If he can play those two off each other, then so be it. If four doesn't move, that's a different scenario. Then I think I'll wait. is sitting in a cap bird seat. But he, I just don't see him picking at five under really any scenario. Um, well, so, you know, if you're... Seattle, I mean, 18 is for sale. I don't know who comes up to 18. Maybe somebody for a quarterback. Um, I've heard rumblings, maybe New Orleans, to make sure they get Hayden Hurst, uh, the tight end from uh, South Carolina. Wow, they really like him, huh? Yeah, well, um, you know, you've got Carolina, you've got other teams picking right around them Atlanta, who who have done a lot of work on him, too. Um, but John Schneider's going to sell pick 18, and I can't believe for the life of me that Hallie roseman who loves action loves to make trades and doesn't pick again until the fourth round Mm -hmm. is really going to pick at 32 i mean that could be mason rudolph or lamar jackson um somebody coming up to 32 to get them a lot of gms believe that's what will happen is why wait till day two you know if you're whoever still needs a quarterback after you've picked in the first round you know whether that be you know, New Orleans or Baltimore or the Chargers, maybe you just go to 32 and get Mason Rudolph there.
0: Well, I mean, the, the, the whole thing with the quarterback in the first round and I, you would think, look, Bill Belichick is currently being burnt by this. If he had drafted Jimmy Garoppolo in the first round, he would have a fifth year option this coming year on Jimmy Garoppolo. Like it's a big deal to get that quarterback in the first round and get that fifth year option, even if it's 18 yeah. million.
1: It is, but I don't even know. Given their cap plight. you know, they, and yeah, carrying sure. him at seventeen million, that is not like that's going to be easy breezy.
0: But you would at least have the at least you you would at least have the the option to string it out and say, okay, all right, let's see Tom play. You know, we'll we'll figure. I mean, yeah, you're right. It wouldn't be easy at eighteen million. But I mean, I could, mean,
1: what, what what would the tag have been? Twenty two, so it's five million dollars savings. What, what, yeah, sixteen 19. and a half. Is that what Bortles ultimately is making? Was originally going to make? Yeah, I mean that's a lot. That's a lot of, a a lot of money. The, the tag ended up coming in at. Twenty-one five or something like that. I, yeah, I, I look.
0: <laughs> but for a team, but for a team, they were never gonna, he was never going to be
1: there in twenty eighteen. Right. Period. For, but and for, I, we 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 had these arguments before last year's draft, and I think Prisco and I were the only people in America saying, <laughs> "I don't care what anybody else tells you. This this kid will not be. He's not going to play for less than the tag, and they can't tag him to keep him. So he will not be there. Whether they trade him before the draft, or whether they trade him before week one, or whether they trade him at the trade deadline." He ain't getting to the franchise tag, period.
0: You did. You did say that. Um, you guys did say that. Okay. I will
1: say this, though. My One thing I'm working on, too, and one reason why I haven't finished past about pick 20 in one of these mocks, is, uh-huh. I wonder if what New England does is take two players with these picks, uh-huh. and then New England goes into 32. And they mm-hmm. turn Garoppolo into the quarterback that way. right? They use the San Francisco Garoppolo pick plus their other second-round pick. They go up to 32. They say, look. We, we address two two areas, maybe left tackle and maybe corner, and we got three picks total in the first thirty-two. And the third one is Lamar Jackson for down the road, mm. who we're going to use as a slash a little bit the first couple years. We'll get him to do that for us because we're the Patriots. And in the meantime, McDaniel's will groom him to take over for Tom Brady in a couple of years.
0: So who'll be a guy who makes some now, plays? I don't know that he's there at thirty-two,
1: and maybe uh, I, 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 maybe they just take him at. 23 or whatever if he's there or 21 yeah but um I just wonder if, if, if they end up getting the fifth or sixth quarterback at 32.
0: there's no way in my mind that Lamar Jackson falls to 32. I would be stunned and I think the over under for quarterbacks is uh five and a half according to Vegas odds maybe 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 if, it ends up being four if, and a half but
1: if the Ravens don't take him, and I I don't think they would at 16. And let's say Arizona already moved up. I'm not buying Cincinnati. I, I just, hmm. I, I'm, I'm not buying that one. Um, so who else? Like who, who, if, if, so then it comes down to me, New England, unless you think somebody, unless somebody's trading up. I mean, maybe New Orleans, you know, maybe ultimately New Orleans does it, but I have a sense New Orleans is already moving up to try to secure what they think they need. Hmm. If they don't do that and he's there, then, then maybe they just grab him and maybe New Orleans, New England's already grabbed him, but I don't know. I don't know who else does it. You know, I don't know that the Chargers do it in the first round. And that market right now, where they really got to win. And the Rams are so sexy. And you got a couple years with Philip Rivers. I think they're like the Giants. Should they do it? Probably. Will they? I don't think that's where ownership is right
0: now. Philip Rivers said too. This uh, I think I heard him either on it was either with Dan Patrick or Rich Eisen. I can't remember who, but he said. I want to play, uh, I want to at least make it to play in the new stadium, which is 2020. So Philip Rivers is telling you, I'm going to give you three years. So don't go and do anything.
1: No, that, yeah. Now that doesn't mean that they necessarily think he has three years, but I just don't think they're ready to move on from him right now.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. So if we play match, if we play the matching game and we give, let's say we'll give the Giants a non quarterback, but the Browns, the Jets, and, you
1: know, now could could it be, you know, could the Giants move back up? You know mm. they could. I don't know that he'd be their cup of tea, but Mason maybe they do it for Mason Rudolph. Maybe mm. the Giants go to 32 and get their quarterback there. I, I, I mean, but big. I just don't see. Okay. if he get once he gets into the 20, like once he really gets past 16,
0: then, then, it's, I like, don't then know it's a who fall position. Yeah, then it's a, Yeah,
1: maybe New England. Yeah. But all right, but so we, at which spot do they do it? We, you know what I mean, and how well do they have a beat on what everybody else is doing? And does he think he can get it at thirty-two? I don't know.
0: We know the Bills and the Jets and the Browns are going to take a quarterback. We know that, right?
1: And I think the Cardinals. I mean, right now that that's that's what I mean. I think there's four locks.
0: So Arizona's five taking five a quarterback. Six, you've
1: got a little bit trouble. I still do nailing down where I think you know five and six go. But those four teams. Are getting, I believe, the big four, Oh. So in you, some order. So you, then it's then to me it's you know who does who who makes the move for Jackson who makes the move for Rudolph.
0: Okay, so because I was talking with Pete yesterday, <clears throat> excuse me, and I get this. I mean. I wonder where Arizona and Steve Kime and that front office and that ownership are at in terms of – because you we talked about this leading up to the draft last year. They loved Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes is in their wheelhouse too. They wanted one of those two guys, and they got burnt by two teams yeah. making a bold move trading up. Yeah. But I think if you're Arizona, you have to be really careful – that you don't end up in the same position Houston's in. Now, don't get me wrong. Houston's thrilled they landed Deshaun Watson. But they're giving up a four, the fourth overall pick, as you just pointed out, which has immense value. And they gave up that pick because they traded up and they stunk. And it's just not hard to imagine. Like, if if Arizona trades up and they get Josh Allen, and then they have
1: – I don't think they think they're going to – like, look, I wouldn't touch Sam Bradford with a 9,000-foot pole. But they did, and at $20 million real dollars. And I think they're looking at that division and saying, well, Seattle's a little down, and, you know, the Rams, we'll see. And, yeah, San Francisco, everybody loves them, like they're the hot team, but are they really going to win 11, 12 games? So, you know, I I think they're thinking with Sam Bradford, we can stabilize, we can be competitive, you know, we can be playing hopefully meaningful games into December. Not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they're not mathematically eliminated. And then in the meantime, we're grooming – you know, we're grooming – we're grooming this kid. And if it, if we do fall apart, then the kid's playing in the second half of the year. And if we don't, then, you know, it's not we're not paying as high a price with future True. picks because we're not – you know, they're in the middle of, a, of each round and they're not at the top. Okay. If Watson doesn't get hurt, it, they're not the fourth overall pick.
0: No, if Watson doesn't get hurt, that's a they – might, they, they might win the division. Jaguars might not – you know, like the right. Jag, they might have, they might have beaten the Jaguars for that division. I mean, the
1: defense was so bad. I mean, I, I don't want to <clears> go crazy, but it, it, it's probably – you know it's probably between you know 14 and 20 or
0: something i mean people were talking yeah. people were talking about them as when in the in three games into that watson hot street people were like are the texans the biggest contender for the you know like to, right. to 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 attack the patriots in the afc um who were, who are some non quarterback guys that you've identified that are going in the top 10? I mean, a lot of mocks have, of course, like Bradley Chubb and, and Saquon Barkley are, are, I think, obvious locks. Who? Do, who how do you see that yeah, 7, 8, 9, I, 10 section shifting? I mode? found
1: something last night. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's up on the website yet, but I looked at who I think are the top 10 non-quarterbacks and what I think their ceiling and floor is. The, the 10, first 10 non-quarterbacks off the board. And uh, I don't have my notes in front of me right now, but I, I, uh, Barkley, Chubb, Nelson, um, Ward. Well, I should put – I'll probably – I'll try to go in the order I had. I, mean, I think Roquan Smith, Tremaine Edmonds, Ward, Fitzpatrick, uh, Davenport, Vita Veya.
0: Mm. Is
1: that 10? Uh,
0: Fitzpatrick, Ward. So you got you think Davenport goes top ten?
1: No, I'm not saying that. Top ten non quarterbacks off the board.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well,
1: I'm me- basically saying, okay, look, I don't have the quarterback <sighs> sorted. Nobody has the quarterback sorted. But here's the terrain I think for these ten guys, ten non quarterbacks, gotcha. the first ten non quarterbacks off the board. So, like for Fitzpatrick, I mean, for like you just Davenport, do I think he's going in the top ten? No, but could I find a scenario where he he is he does go at eleven? Or twelve, especially if the Browns drop back to twelve. Oh, I could. To me that's where his 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 ceiling starts. Gotcha. His floor, I can't I don't see him getting past the Ravens at sixteen. Ooh. And certainly not past Seattle at eighteen if they stay there, although I don't think they're staying there. You know, so like Fitzpatrick, he's in the he's in he's in the mix at seven. I believe they're taking the other safety, James. Mm-hmm. But so Fitzpatrick, his ceiling is seven. His floor Based on what I'm hearing is fourteen at Green Bay. I have a hard time seeing a scenario where Green Bay has a player they covet more than him still on the board. You know what I mean?
0: What a steal that would
1: be So like Barkley, ceiling, two. You know? And he's probably Uh that pick. Floor, seven. How does he I don't I don't see a scenario where he gets by Jason Light. I mean Jaquez Rodgers is the top quarterback, I mean, top running back on their depth chart right now, and they have no depth. And it's him and Peyton want to Barber? James Winston? Yeah, go give him You know what I mean? Go give him Barkley. Yeah, uh, so all right, that's so, sort of the premise.
0: So you're thinking Barkley is two to the Giants? I,
1: I mean, I, I, that's what I would. The only, I mean, if if Allen goes one, could they take Darnold? Yeah, I don't think they would. Even then, mm. but. My guess is Barkley. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, I either. wouldn't be drafting a quarterback, but I, my 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 suspicion is Barkley. I feel like that's a situation where if they were sending a message to that fan base about who they are, then that messaging would have started months ago. Mm. To me, yeah, you know, I don't think they blew. I I, I don't think that they like had this terrible falling out with Eli Manning, right, and then put that genie back in the bottle, and then have tried to sell everybody that we're competing, we're competing, we're competing, and then they're going to open up a jack-in-the-box, you know (laughs) what I mean, at at 8.15, you know, whatever, uh, Thursday night, and Baker Mayfield's going to jump out of it. You know, I just don't think that's where they are. I think this is about propping Eli up, This is about, my words, pretending that the next two years they're going to contend, and saying, well, now we got... And I think he drafts a bunch of hog mollies on day two, and says, "Well, here, look, look, here we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got the best running back prospect in 15 years. We've, we've, we've reconstructed our offensive line. We're going to keep Odell Beckham. And here we go. No more excuses. You know what I mean? We, we, we've we got weapons.
0: If everybody stays healthy." and they add some offensive line talent and they add some defensive line talent. It's not hard to talk yourself into the... And and Carson Wentz is slow to recover and the Redskins are struggling to acclimate to Alex Smith and the Cowboys stink, which is possible. It's not hard to talk yourself into the Giants being a surprise team in that division. I mean, I don't...
1: I'm not buying it, you know. But it's not hard to do. I'm not buying it, but I, I think that's where ownership is. And I think that was probably made pretty clear to Gettleman and Shermer on the way in. And... I just have a hard time they're going to thinking that, you know, and you they saw how the fans reacted to the Eli thing 6 months ago or yeah. five, whatever it was, 4 months ago, and I just don't think they're pulling the carpet out on everybody again.
0: You don't you don't you don't do this long gamut of t- t- pretending like like Eli like oh, Eli he's got a lot of good years left in him. You know, we're he's our guy. We're going to sign him a left tackle. We're going to make sure he's got his top weapon back and then and then, in, like this is like this is this would be drafting a quarterback would be like what the Bears did to Mike Glennon last year, except Eli, right, which except, you
1: can do to Mike Glennon, yeah. But I just don't see them doing that to Eli again now, and doing it at a time where you've got a petulant Eli nowhere to trade him, like right. Who's taking on twenty million for Eli right now? You know what I mean? After six quarterbacks just went in the first round, who's like, I, I just I don't see it now. If if somebody slips to round two, or could they do something at thirty-two? I might buy that now, and it still could be Chubb. He can just say, Chubb, effect. you know, I, I'm taking a pass rusher over a running back. I totally get that as well. But
0: Chubb's going in
1: the top four. I don't think this is just football there. I, I think it's about selling suites and getting people to reinvest in the Giants and being willing to sit there and fight traffic for two hours into that parking lot and out. And we're going to grab the offensive rookie of the year, and we're going to pair him with this old quarterback, and here we go.
0: And if you're Dave Gettleman... And you get the Giants to win nine or ten games next year after this disastrous 2016 season, you all of a sudden your your power can go, like the the level of well,
1: what, what do I think the end game is? I think the end game is try to win right now with Eli, find that next quarterback, and maybe it's already Davis Webb in the next couple of years, and then Dave Gettleman becomes the Bill Parcells football Svengali, and Kevin Abrams gets promoted to GM. Mm-hmm. You know, Gettleman's not a spring chicken, no. so. You know what I mean? I could see that transition ha- happening where he becomes the Tom Coughlin, you know what I mean, yeah. and Abrams is the Caldwell.
0: Where are you at on the Jets? You said Baker Mayfield earlier. Do you think that they are waffling at all between Mayfield and Rosen, or is it just Mayfield? Um, They'd like Darnold there, I, th- I think.
1: Yeah, see, if, if Allen goes one, then I, now if it's Darnold and Mayfield, I, I don't know. I don't I, That that one, I, what, I, I, I don't know what I would do right there. I would probably go –
0: Darnold. Wow. Okay. So they. So but I don't know. I. I.
1: I. I. Again, I. I can't tell you for sure. I wish I
0: could. This. All right. What about the Redskins at thirteen? They. They are interesting to me in that they have a lot of pieces that they could use on. On defense. Where do you think that? Do you think they go defensive line? If
1: Vita Vey is
0: there, I. I That's his. If
1: Vita Vey is there and Minka Fitzpatrick's there, Ooh. it's going to be interesting. I think ultimately, based on what I'm hearing, that they think Vita Vea could be special at multiple spots along the D line. I think they would probably go that way. If they're both gone, I would not rule out Taven Bryan going ahead of Payne if they go D tackle. Wow. Yeah, my Taven Bryan to me is in play at 13 under certain scenarios.
0: Wow, that's yeah, that's that's pretty high for Taven Bryan.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be stunned if he goes before Payne because there's certain teams who just see the pass rush in him and say – it's got a chance. He's got a chance to be a, a game record from the inside. And right. there's just not many of them.
0: And De'Ron, Deron Payne's more like a of course the run
1: stuffer, two down guy. Yeah. You know exactly what you get. And, you know, you'll get a little push from time to time, but there's not a whole lot of projection of him being able to, co- you know, be in a pocket collapse. Taven Bryan could be a
0: pocket collapse. Yeah. Could it, be. I, th- I think, I think Prisker's got Taven Bryan to the Lions at 20. I mean, I get the sense that they. Hey, I flirted with the idea of the Falcons. Trading up with
1: the Seahawks and making sure they get Pavin Bryan there. Ooh, you know, New Orleans and Atlanta are two teams. I just I wonder now. Atlanta and New Orleans doing business together. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. No It would be Atlanta and Seattle. Never mind. Yeah, because Dan Quinn, you've got you've got yeah the connection got with all Dan Quinn and Pete Carroll, yeah. And the Saints have already made big trades with Seattle. You know the Jimmy Graham blockbuster. Yep. So I, I you know I I wonder if it, if if Atlanta would be willing. To do that. Like if he gets past Washington, you know, and, and he's look, he'd be in play for the Cowboys too. Sure. Uh, so are the Cowboys? Wonder, are the Cowboys? They, I wonder if Atlanta just says, "Let's not wait." There's some people I talk to who feel like he'll definitely be there at 20. Nobody knows, obviously, but there's some GMs I talk to who think will be there at 26. There's others who, who don't.
0: Um. Last one. We'll get you out of here on this because you got to go get to train. What uh, what what do you think the Cowboys do in the first round? Do they go wide receiver or they or do they bolster the defense?
1: I, I think it really depends on who's there. Um, you know, Sean Lee never really gets on the field too much anymore, and and you know, there's a lot of questions in their linebacking core. I'm not sure that they would go Evans, but I think you know, I I, I know Van Van Inesh would certainly be under consideration. Um, one of those D tackles would. I think Payne goes to the Chargers. Mm. Um, they did a lot of late work on him, a real late workout with him. I think if he's there, he's probably the pick for the Chargers. Um, but if, if Payne's there, you know, if if, if Taven Bryan's there, um Vandenesh and then the receiver, I think, would be DJ Moore. Other general managers who are thinking of taking a quarterback believe that if the Cowboys take – I'm sorry, other general managers who – are at least seriously considering a first round wide receiver Mm -hmm. believe that DJ Moore would be the guy Dallas takes. Okay. I'm I'm torn on that one. I I I I really am. Part of me thinks maybe they wait till the second round and and see if they can get, you know, Sutton or Kirk or something like that. Yeah. You know, I think it really is gonna depend on how high the value is on on defense.
0: All right. There it is, Jason LaCanfora about the border train. I don't think the, the draft show is going to air on Thursday, but um, I'll tweet. Oh,
1: maybe it is just a one time deal. We'll tweet it. We'll tweet it out. Tell
0: people to DVR I'm living, it tonight. I'm living,
1: I'm living moment to moment right now. It's
0: totally understandable. Um, I, I'm the same way. Thanks as always, my friend, at Jason LaCanfora on Twitter. You can watch CBS Sports HQ and CBS Sports Live, CBSSports.com backslash live for the draft show. Subscribe, rate, review. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon, buddy.
1: Hey, you got it, buddy. Have a good one. Thanks.